and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dahlman. Today, I am once again sitting down with Laura Messer. Laura is the Tourism and Marketing Coordinator for James City County. Welcome, Laura. Hi, Renee. How are you? Great. Well, I know that whenever you come on the podcast, you are here to talk about fun stuff. So, I know the LPGA is getting ready to come to James City County again. It is the Pure Silk Championship. They have a new title sponsor this year, which is very exciting. It is, for sure. So tell us about it. So the tournament has happened for the last 15 years Mm -hmm. in James City County. It hasn't been consecutive. They did take a break. Mm -hmm. But the Ladies Professional Golf Association comes and hosts an event in the county tournament. This year, it's the Pure Silk Championship. May 20th to the 26th. And so what's a super fun fact is that the Pure Silk Championship was previously in the Bahamas. And now it's in James City County here in Virginia. Well, we are very fortunate. We are. It should be really exciting. Hopefully this year the weather will be great. Last year it was a little rainy, but Mm -hmm. that tends to happen from time to time. We can't predict Mother Nature, of course, but the golf course team over at Kings Mill Resort does a really fantastic job trying to maintain the course even during rain. Last year, they did a lot of vacuuming of the water and squeegeeing so that players could wow. play on the greens. How many golfers typically come? There are 144 players. Wow. And this year's field includes 32 different countries. That's amazing. Yeah, it's a really fun event if people have never been. Even if you don't like golf, the course is just so beautiful. It is. And it is really interesting to see the different countries that are represented, the different golfers, and some of them are very good. They're well-known players. Absolutely. So tell me, what are some of the benefits of having the LPGA return to James City County every year? Well, I think one thing that's great is that it brings lots of people here. Last year, the tournament had over 50,000 spectators over the course of four days. And what I think is super exciting is that the age breakdown, mm-hmm. a lot of people think that, you know, oh, golf is for people that are retired mm-hmm. or people that, you know, live a certain lifestyle. But that's not true at all, really. Right. It's just like any other sport where there's lots of different people. So last year, I can actually share the age breakdown with you. There were um, from ages 35 to 44. Now, are these the spectators? The spectators. Okay. So those ages for spectators from ages 35 to 44 were 15% of the spectators. Okay. For 45 to 54, that was 21%. Okay. For 55 to 64, that was 20%. And then for 65 and older, that was 22%. So as you can see, it's a pretty even split. Absolutely. So golf really is for everybody. Okay. Okay. So the golf tournament lasts how many days? Four days? There's four days of play. But before that, there's an LPGA qualifier round. Okay. And then there are some practice rounds and there's some events that are tied to the tournament. They do a pro-am. What's exciting this year is they're actually doing two pro-ams. Oh, okay. So they'll have a Monday one and a Wednesday one. I do believe the Wednesday one is sold out if any podcast listeners want to play in the pro-am. But there are still some spots open for Monday. So anybody could register to... And play with an LPGA golfer. Wow. I imagine, though, you probably should have picked up a golf club at some point before you go. Probably. It definitely wouldn't (laughs) be for me. Yeah, or me. So, okay. All right. Well, that's interesting. I figured that they were like chosen people. Oh, no. Anybody anybody can play in the Pro-Am. That's neat. Well, and so then some of the spectators 
I imagine, are friends and family of the golfers. Yeah. So people travel with their families, of course, and they travel. Some of them have caddies and coaches that have been with them for some time. So they all come. They all come visit the Williamsburg area. I believe that a lot of the players go to Busch Gardens while they're here, of course. I know a lot of them like to go to the premium outlets as well, of course, Mm -hmm. because we do have some great athletic retail stores there. Right. And so there's lots of things that happen. Overall, it's estimated that a golf tournament, any LPGA tournament that comes to an area brings in an estimated economic impact between 7 and $13 million. Wow. So because if you think about it, they have to eat, they go to hotel rooms, right? they stay, they spend money, which is great because, you know, the players want to come and they want to get a feel for the course and how the course is playing before the tournament. Sure. Because, you know, the... the um, I'm not a golfer, but I'll use some golf words. Oh, boy. The the different greens can sort of go a different direction. Oh. They can be faster or smoother depending on sort of how much rain an area has had and sort of the, the grass moves differently based on the different um, time of year. And so we're really fortunate this year that it is right before Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. So hopefully a lot of people will be able to come into town, have a great couple of days here, enjoy the tournament. And it should be a really fun event this year. Very good. Now, I have gone as a spectator over the years, and it is such a spectator-friendly sport. You wouldn't think that it would be, that it's just golf, but these Ladies are very appreciative of their fans. I know that there's a lot of autographs that are signed, and it's a great time. Yeah, and so the one really fun thing that I think about the golf tournament here at Kings Mill is the accessibility there is pretty good. So if you say you don't want to walk around Mm -hmm. and that you want to see a variety of players, Mm -hmm. you can essentially pick a spot at one of the holes and you can just sit there and enjoy the different golfers throughout the day. And if you want to walk around and follow a specific golfer, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the golfers will have a big crowd following them as they sort of transverse the course. And so I think that it's it's really friendly. And I think that the tournament has made some changes this year that Mm -hmm. I think will be really exciting. Instead of sort of traditional concession stands, this year they're going to have some food trucks on the course. Oh, Local neat. food trucks. So our friends from Fooditude and our friends from Two Drummers and Matchsticks are all going to be there this year. Oh, wow. Which will be super fun and it'll be a change of pace for the tournament. Absolutely. So it'll be fun, I think. Oh, very good. Now, there's a cost to attend the tournament, right? Right. So there are ticket fees. Okay. But I do have some good tips to share with okay. podcast listeners today, Great. actually. So guests that are 17 and under all receive complimentary admission with a paid adult ticket. Well, you can't be free. Right. And right. so say you want to have a family day on Saturday, mm-hmm. which would be a great day to go as a family to the tournament because the kids aren't in school. So mm-hmm. there is a family fun zone. Okay. That's awesome. That includes tons of blow ups and activities for kids. There's also a junior clinic for children on Saturday. Okay. So kids can sign up. Well, parents can sign their children up for the junior clinic, which is actually sponsored by James City County. Okay. And so then they can have sort of a lesson with a golfer from the LPGA. So that's a really cool thing. I do believe children have to be, I think, at least six in order to participate. So it is focused more on towards elementary school age children. Okay. But that's a really good opportunity for kids to attend the tournament and attend a professional sporting event, really. And then also, as part of the tournament, active duty, retired, and reserve military all receive complimentary admission. Nice. Along with one guest 
They do have to show their military ID at the admission gate for entry. Okay. But that is a really nice perk of the tournament that the tournament offers um, complimentary admission for those that have served our country. But then also which I think is a fun fact, is that they offer heroes complimentary access for those that are active duty police, fire, and EMTs. And that also does include dispatchers as long as their ID says emergency communications. Uh So they all receive free admission as well along with one guest. Nice. They do have to show their ID at the gate, of course. So those are some sort of affordable alternatives for people. Mm -hmm. But then tickets are as low as, I think, $30 for a single-day admission. Okay. Which for what you get, essentially they golf from early in the morning to late in the afternoon. It's a full day. Yeah. And it's it's a good time outside, especially if the weather's nice. The breeze, people might be concerned about the heat, but the breeze along the James River is really Mm -hmm. nice. And so I do think it's just, it's a lovely day, even if you don't like golf. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Well, Laura, earlier this month, there Mm -hmm. was a special day at King's Mill that was a media and partners day. Right. And there was an LPGA golfer named Brooke Pancake. And you were able to get me connected. So I was able to take the podcast into Kings Mill and do an interview with Brooke. So let's go ahead and take a listen to that. Well, Brooke, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to sit down with us. Yes, thank you for having me. This is exciting. This is my first podcast. Oh, yay. Well, (laughs) you are my first professional athlete to interview, so there you go. Thank you, thank you. So this is your, we were just talking, fifth time back at King's Mill. Yes. If I did it correctly, um, between like my medical and my maternity leave, I'm pretty sure this will be my fifth year here. Okay. Yeah, it's exciting. Very good. So I imagine a lot of what you do with the tournament is you've got to get from place to place. There's a lot of travel. Can you estimate how many days of the year that you are Traveling? Traveling? Oh my goodness. I would say now, since having baby Lucy, it's definitely kind of simmered a little bit, but um, a few years ago when it was full swing, uh, in season, I, I mean, I'm probably gone three to three and a half weeks a month. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's, a, it's crazy between, and it, it all depends on each player. So I three weeks in a row was kind of my max of um, playing back-to-back tournaments. Some players have a little bit more longevity and can mm-hmm. do you know four and five weeks in a row. And then that week off, you think like, oh, okay, they have a, a off week. So players get to kind of like get their R&R, but usually that's catching up with um, outings with sponsors, um, you know, other obligations, maybe flying to meet and work with your coach, um, okay. getting caught up in that area. So. Your off weeks kind of get crammed in a little bit. Right. Well, for example, you're here in Kings Mill now, but the tournament is not for another month or so. So what is it that you're doing here now? I am here just helping with media day for the tournament, representing Pure Silk. Just going to go through everything today. We have a press conference and a, a couple more like photo shoots a little bit later today. And then I get to fly home and see Lucy tonight. So Very good. <laughs> yeah, it's a, this, one's, this one's easy. It's just a quick in and out. Okay. So then when you come back mm-hmm. for the tournament in May, when do you normally arrive in town? So I won't be playing the tournament beforehand. So I will probably get in Sunday evening. Okay. We'll be here all week and then either fly out Sunday night or okay. we'll travel out Monday. So that's usually how tournaments work. 
So like when you're in a three week stretch, it kind of just depends on like your flight options really. Like sure. if you can get out Sunday evening or if you're gonna be traveling Monday morning. It's a, we, I've got a lot of sky miles for sure now that I think about it. <laughs> I am sure. Now, is Lucy going to join you this she year? She is. She is. She's already a little bit of a world traveler, whether she likes it or not. She's got two stamps on her passport. Wow. Um, and not even 10 months old. Yes. I will be taking her with me to Hawaii next week. So this will be her longest flight, 10 hours this Saturday. So you guys pray for me. She's mobile. (laughs) It'll be probably a little bit of a test, but um, it'll be great. We're excited. And my husband, Derek, gets to come too. So that'll be nice. That's my my first tournament, my first LPGA event back from maternity leave. Yeah. So I'm really, really excited. And it's going to be really nice to have Lucy there too. Okay. Now, do you have I ask kind of silly questions, so okay. bear with me. Do you have superstitions or anything like that that you do? I I, I feel like I get asked this a lot. Um, <laughs> I think golf can be kind of superstitious. I used to, and I think it's kind of eased away. So uh, for the longest time, even for like the first like few years I was playing on tour, I could never play with the number on the golf ball that was the, na- the day of the tournament. So like oh. on the first day of the tournament, I could never play with like a Titleist one. It okay. had to be like a two, three, or four. Gotcha. Um, and the second day I couldn't play with a number two on the ball. So <laughs> I have no, I think, <laughs> I think when I was really young, I played in a tournament and I played really poorly and I had done that. Like I played with the number on the day and didn't play well. And from then on, I was like, I'm never again doing that. <laughs> so I, it stuck with me, but I don't know when that broke. But yeah, and I, I, I feel like golfers in a sense are maybe a little superstitious. Like our, we're just at the routine of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of give yourself X amount of time to warm up in the morning. You mm-hmm. know, you eat preferably similar foods for breakfast and lunch. You take similar snacks out. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely a good bit of a routine to, okay. to the whole day. So when you come to Kingsmill right. in May, what is it that you do at first? Are there player meetings? Do you start warming up? Do you get any time out? I Yes, I absolutely love Williamsburg. I even told my husband, I was like, I would move here in a heartbeat. We would love to have you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I do. I just, oh my gosh, it just seems so like everyone's so nice and so family friendly. Um, and I, now it being my fifth year and I have a lot more experience on this golf course, because it's not my first time seeing this course, mm-hmm. probably I'll have more time away from the course just because I won't have to have as much prep work in on the course itself. So I will get in Monday usually, there might be a pro-am. I'll probably play the full 18 holes on the course, practice, whether my coach is here with my caddy, get a workout in. I think that we actually are having a players meeting this week for the LPGA. We usually do Kings Mill week. That'll come Tuesday evening. So I'll be practicing Tuesday and then I'll have to go get ready for the player meeting and then we'll have a pro-am party okay and then wednesday will be the official tournament pro-am um that day along with prep work so it's very it's very bit the days are very busy leading up to the tournament and then thursday friday we'll have a one day will be a morning round and one day will be an afternoon round and usually the day that's morning i'll try to go to like Old Williamsburg Uh yeah colonial Williamsburg Williamsburg. so i've done that a couple years and walked through 
oh my gosh, I'm in love with the gardens. It gives uh, me such envy. I go home and of course I'm never home, so ours right. is a wreck. And, um, and yes, and I've done like, I've eaten at some of the restaurants there, um, gone through like a couple of the shops. So it's definitely nice for me to be able to take in the places that I get to travel and see, so. Yeah, now who all do you bring with you? when you travel? Really? I'm kind of on my own. Okay. Um, yeah, so my husband, Derek, gets to come to a few events, and I think this year he'll try to, um, he's coming with me to Hawaii next week. Uh, I know. Sure. Really tough. <laughs> and um, he, he's cherry picking these um, yes. spots that he goes. And my mom will probably come I'll probably have a little bit more now, especially mm -hmm. traveling with Lucy, sure. to have um, a little bit, uh, have some extra hands. but. Beforehand, it was pretty much just myself, except for the you know special treats when my husband would come or mm -hmm. you know things like that. So, yeah, this is your job. It is right, yes. and we all don't bring our friends and loved ones with us to work every day. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. It definitely, um, but it definitely breaks it up, especially yeah. if you've been away from home for three weeks and, That's tough. and things. Yes, yes. Yeah. Where would you say has been your favorite place that you've traveled besides Kings Mill? Of Kings course. Mill, of course. Of course. I, I do. Kings Mill is so special to me. I um, have been blessed to be able to see the world already. I I say Australia for sure. Um, mm -hmm. I've been there probably five, maybe more than five times. Wow. Um, and New Zealand a couple times. I. I just love it. I tell people, I'm like, you kind of get that fun combination of like, everyone is so so nice. Like it reminds me of like, you know, cause I'm from the South. So mm -hmm. like everyone talks to you and is so friendly, but then you still kind of get that island vibe sure. where, you know, it's like always kind of like laid back and chill. And it's like this, I'm like, they're just funnier Southern people. Like that's, <laughs> that's what I think, like you go and I just, I just have the best time. Um, and it's kind of nice cause the wet, you know, when we go, it's usually I'm leaving winter and going there for the summer right. and um, the tournament's always well run and it's just, it's just nice to get down there and get some sunshine and hear that accent yeah. and everything. I mean, the flight is horrific. How but long you, of a flight? So I have done the one where I've flown to LA and then flown down, um, but I've also done the one from Dallas. And that one I think was maybe just shy of 18 hours. Wow. To, yeah, and it's crazy because you fly, so I have to you know, get to Dallas and then Dallas to Sydney. And then that year, I think we were in Melbourne. So it's like you finally get there and then you have to hop on you know, a couple hour flight to Melbourne. So wow, that's a long get, trip. It is, yes, yes, it's very long. Ugh. <laughs> well, now I do have to go back to a off-topic question. Okay. I have been asked to ask you if you watch Game of Thrones. Oh my gosh, I do. You do? Yes. My oldest sister, Blair, is like crazy about Game of Thrones. Like she's read all the books, oh, like wow. knows all the history. Yeah. But I, ha I have watched Game of Thrones. All right. And then who is your favorite character? Um, I would say... If I can properly pronounce it, I mean, the mother of dragons, uh, Daenerys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I was say, I'm going to butcher this, but yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how can you not love her? Yeah. She's pretty awesome. She's awesome. Well, Brooke, thank you so much for taking thank time out of your busy yes. day. Yes. Thank you for having me. All right. So as you can tell, she loves Kings Mill and loves our area. And it's so great to hear the excitement of folks coming in essentially to work 
here, but they're so excited to come here. And when they get to go to places such as Australia and New Zealand, which is where Brooke has said was her favorites, you know, it's great that we're included in locations. We're really fortunate here. Right. I, I do think it's awesome that a lot of the players consider Kingsmill one of their favorites mm-hmm. just because it is so friendly. It does have that sort of we have that southern charm that people sort of expect from a place like Virginia. And so I think that we are able and Kingsmill does a great job hosting the players. Mm -hmm. A lot of the players have played multiple years. And so some of the players, instead of hotels, they opt to stay with residents of Kingsmill. Oh, nice. And so it's sort of like an exchange program almost, but it's golfers. And so a lot of the players will stay with the same family each year when they come which I think is great too. And they really come to appreciate that family and they have sort of their own traditions, if you will, yeah. whether that's eating breakfast in the morning before they go or right. having a celebratory dinner, you know, at the end of the tournament. So those traditions really help make this a great place for the players. I am really pleased that it's one of their favorites and they love coming here, which is great because then we see premier golfers. Right. Absolutely. So what else can you tell us about the tournament? Well, one thing that's really exciting that I think is that the tournament does air on the Golf Channel. And so there are actually, there's tournament play four days, for all four days on the Golf Channel. And so I do have those times if people are unable to go, they can go ahead and tune in. And so on Thursday and Friday, which is May 23rd and 24th, That's from 7.30 to 9.30 in the evening. Okay. We are on a tape delay that day, but that way um, all the players play those two days before the cut okay. because they cut the field in half. Gotcha. And so all the players play those days, so they're able to really sort of show the best of the best or show somebody that you know they didn't expect that's really good. Mm-hmm. And then also on Saturday, there's coverage from 3 to 6 and Sunday from 4.30 to 7. So hopefully that's the time that they will crown the victor mm-hmm. of the tournament. We'll see if Aria, who I can't say her last name, but <laughs> people that know who won last year, it's Aria Jurangatan, I think. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but she has won two titles previously at Kings Mill. Oh, wow. And so if she were to win again this year, it would be her third. That's exciting. And so the coverage will be on the golf channel like i said and then one exciting thing also is that james city county will have a commercial on during um coverage so very cool you can see some james city county um just like you would any other sort of locality commercial like to go visit and then also another just sort of fun fact is that the tournament is broadcast in more than a hundred other countries wow and so that coverage is really great for james city county and i think you know, it helps show people how beautiful Kings Mill mm-hmm. is, how beautiful the James River is. And it does sort of give them insight into how our country was founded in 1607 here in James City County at Jamestown Island. Absolutely. Well, Laura, thank you so much for once again coming back on. And this is, I think, the first time we've really focused on the LPGA. Yeah, so. yeah, it is. But that- it's super exciting. I think that we are fortunate to have this tournament here through 2021. Pure Silk signed a three-year contract. Very good. And so we'll at least have golf for the next two, well, three years if you include this year, which Uh is very exciting. Yes, absolutely. And all of those folks come into our community and spending money and having a good time and going home and telling their friends about it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And if anybody needs more information, they can visit puresilkchampionship.com. Okay, puresilkchampionship.com. Yep. All right. Well, Laura, as you know, I can't let you go without asking you a few fun questions. All right, All Renee. Right. It'll be, they're fun. They're easy. What fictional family would you like to be a member of? This is not in place of your current family. Yeah, I love my current family. Right, yeah. So they still get to stick around. But now you get to be part of a fictional family. Um, I really like Fresh Off the Boat. Oh, I, I do think, too. I think that mom is so funny. Yes. And she really reminds me of my mom. Okay. I would be horrified if I said this on the <laughs> podcast, but she might not listen. So we'll go ahead and say it. But I always tell my mom how much she reminds me of the mom. And so probably that family. They seem fun. That is a great family. It is. I love that show. Okay, good. If you woke up, this is kind of a silly question. Okay. But that's all right. If you were, oh, but I know what you're going to answer because I know you, Laura Messer. Uh, oh. <laughs> if you woke up tomorrow as an animal, what animal would you be and why? Oh, I would absolutely be a manatee, which is why you knew <laughs> why right. my answer was going to be. Manatees are my favorite animal. Um, everybody that knows me knows that. Yes. And so I will give everybody a fun manatee fact, oh, though. Oh, please do. And so manatees, if you don't know, they're related to elephants and they mm-hmm. swim in the water, but they're sort of slow and lazy. Right. Which is why I think I love them so much because they just float around <laughs> right. like big potatoes. But a manatee, in order to turn around, they have to do a complete 360. They cannot turn their neck like any other animals, partially because they're a big blob. So they would have to (laughs) totally swim around in a circle if they wanted to see something on the other side. Well, very interesting. That's from my manatee calendar. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you, Laura. And you have have a big old picture of a manatee in your office. I do. They're my favorite. They've been my favorite since I was eight. Yeah. You are all about the manatee. Which was a long time ago, if no, <laughs> just the other day, just the other day. All right, last question. I know that you have a smartphone. I do. And that we love our phones. If you had to delete all but three apps on your phone, which ones would you keep? This is a very hard question, Renee. I know. I have a lot of apps. I know. So I'm not deleting Words with Friends. Okay. I love Words with Friends. That is a very fun game. I'm very competitive with one of my friends, and we play back and forth, and he beats me a lot, but I beat him too, and that's what's important. So I like Words with Friends a lot. Okay. Probably Twitter. I'd keep Twitter. Okay. But I'd delete Facebook. Okay. Twitter is more educational. I like Twitter. And then probably Feedly. That's probably one that not a lot of people know about. I know about Feedly. Oh, do you? I do. I've used Feedly since Google Reader was deleted right. a couple years ago. But so I read a lot of blogs in my spare time. Um, I like cooking and I like decorating. And so I follow a lot of bloggers. So Feedly is how I use or how I sort of stay connected to that. So Very good. Yeah, I love Feedly. Maybe Feedly would sponsor the podcast. Oh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Well, Laura, excellent answers. You did great. Oh, and they, thanks. And they were easy. They were fun. easy. Right. Glad I didn't have to pick anybody for last time. I think there was a zombie a question. A zombie question. That yeah. was hard. It was hard. Yeah. We've moved on. We've progressed. I like that. Good. Well, Laura, once again, thank you so much. And thank you for your help in connecting me with Brooke. Oh, no problem. I'm so glad you guys were able to record a podcast and hope, hopefully all the listeners enjoyed it. I I hope so. Thanks so much for having me, Renee. Thank you. 
Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please take a moment to go online and to subscribe. That way you will be sure to never miss an episode. Also, go to our website. We're at jamescitycountyva.gov slash podcast. And while there, you're going to be able to find all of our previous episodes as well as a form. And on that form, you can let us know what you think. If we need to improve something or something that we're doing really great, we would love to hear from you. And also any show ideas or potential guest ideas, we would love to know about it. So thank you so much, and we will talk with you next week.